This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. I'm going to tell you a story about Burgess Owens. He spent his childhood growing up in the Deep South during a time when the barriers of segregation were being torn down. And he was the third black American to be offered a football scholarship at the University of Miami. He went there, got a bachelor's degree in science, biology, chemistry, uh, and then also got national recognition as the first um, uh, team football All-American. He then began playing for the New York Jets. He was traded to the Oakland Raiders. Um, he was on the uh, defensive squad in 1981, went to the Super Bowl. Well, he's left football quite a while ago, and he has been an entrepreneur, and he's now a speaker and a writer. He is, um, he is a writer of a new book, Liberalism, or How to Turn Good Men into Whiners, Weenies, and Wimps. <laughs> he is, um, he, let, me just, let me just give you a little bit here. He says in the book, The Wizard of Oz is alive and well in 2016, as millions of black Americans watch, embrace, and now parrot the anti-police, anti-American, anti-white narrative of Black Lives Matters. They are unaware of the wizard who has been promoting this message from behind the curtain of BET. Welcome to the program, Burgess Owens. Thank you, Glenn, and... um... I'm looking forward to our conversation, and of all the things I can say that I've accomplished in my life, I'm extremely proud of American, and uh, thank, thank goodness for the opportunities to, to help our country come back. Well, we, we, need, um, we need people that can speak the truth, speak it without hatred, uh, without racism, and cut through the nonsense. Um, you are going to be demonized uh, if, if your book catches on and people start to really read it, and you... <laughs> You're really in trouble more than you probably already have been. Um, uh, let's talk about who the Wizard of Oz is uh, at the okay. NAACP and the curtains of BET. Okay. Well, first of all, let me just say this. Uh, uh, as you in, in, in the book, I mentioned the black conservatives and, and that I actually love our country, our race, uh, more than anything else, and freedom. And so I look forward to uh, being number one target on target list of uh, the liberals because that means that I'm making a difference and uh, I'm, I'm being part of the solution for our nation. But before I get started, let me just say one, one quick thing that people need to understand about my race because what bothers me more than anything else is when white people uh, think they have to apologize for a race that has nothing to, 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 uh, to be sorry about. Uh, from 1865 to 1965, my race, the black race, was one of the most competitive, uh, entrepreneurial uh, Christian uh, moral uh, races in our country. <clears throat> Over 50% of our black Americans were nationwide part of the middle class. We had the highest percentage of entrepreneurs in the country, the highest percentage of men wow. committed to marriage in the country, and we were so competitive in our black entrepreneurs that in 1932, the uh, Democrats had to put together a law called the Davis-Bacon Act to help uh, protect the white unions against us. So we have nothing, you have nothing to be apologized for, and, I, and I'm looking for black Americans to finally get our stride back and recognize that here in this country is the best place to get it done, and we need to, to uh, finally uh, understand that. 
Well, I have to go. Uh, I have to go and look Great. up those facts. And well, I did. I didn't. I didn't know any of that. Um, uh, okay. So well, me, what let, happened? Let me, let me do this. I'm, I'm oh, go, go ahead. If go you, ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead and ask a question. No, no. Go ahead. I was just going to say. Um, that being said, uh, where we are today, and this is where the portrayal of liberalism, and people have to understand, it's been on purpose. With all I just said a minute ago. Where we are today is 83% of black teen males are unemployed across this country. Uh, 70% of black men abandon their children, forsake marriage. We have illiteracy running abound with 40% of black males dropping out of high school and dropping out of college. This is the end result of liberalism, and it's not an accident. In 1910, the NAACP began to stealth with 21 white socialist Marxists Atheist, race-controlled Democrats. By the way, the antithesis of Martin Luther King Sr.'s capitalist, uh, Christian, and entrepreneurial community. The only way they got into our community was through stealth, and that stealth is happening today with BET. BET is black entertainment television. has not been black-owned for 15 years. It's owned by the Redstones, the Viacom, um, bought out by white, um, uh, wealthy, liberal Democrats, and has fire-hosed my community for 15 years with anti-white, anti-police, anti-American, anti-family, everything you see is liberalism, and you wonder why the streets now full of people totally frustrated because they have no idea that this has been personally done for their vote. They are breeding black votes as they've done for years. That's what Democrats do best, breed black votes. So, Burgess, how do we, how do we um, heal this gap? Because... Look, I, I am willing to I'm willing to do, say, meet with anyone as long as they really as long as they're they're not trying to empower themselves, as long as we're all trying to empower people be an and honest solve broker. problems. Be an honest broker. Yeah. How do we how do we bridge this gap at all? Well, it, it's a couple of things, and, and I, I really appreciate you getting right cutting right to the shape. The first thing is the white Americans need to stop apologizing. And black Americans need to stop thinking of, of whites as oppressors. We live in the greatest country in the history of mankind with choice every single day. And once we get back to educating ourselves to the free enterprise system and understanding that, that we do not have a racial crisis, we have an ideology crisis. We have socialists, Marxists, and liberals who have hijacked my race. And by the way, if we don't make a change, what's happened to a black race the last 100 years is what's happening to our country. So I, we need to wake up. Man up, America, and stop apologizing for people that you had nothing to do with. And okay, hang on just is, a second. Hold on just a second. Let me let me let me just okay. take let me just take that here for a second. Because I I believe all lives matter. Um, yes. And and you know, but when I have said that to people who I think are fairly reasonable, but are pointing out there's real problems in the police department, et cetera, et cetera, and lean in a different direction than I do, but they're still reasonable. They will say reasonably to me. That is discounting. That is telling me you're not listening to, you know, it's, for instance, it's this. We're all sitting around. Ten of us are sitting around a table. And we all have a piece of pie except for you, Burgess. And you say, um, guys, I, 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 I don't have a piece of pie. And then all of the other people look around the table and go, I know, we all need pie. Well, yeah. Yeah, no, but I, I'm saying I don't have pie. I know we all need pie. <laughs> but you're not hearing me. I don't have a piece of pie. So mm-hmm. I'm willing to say, look, yes, 
That's a good analogy. Uh, yeah, I understand. I understand that you what you're trying to say to me is you agree that all lives matter, but there's a problem here with in in some s- scenarios with the police department or whatever. And I'm willing to sit down and listen to you. And I'm willing to recognize and and do whatever I need to do to bridge the gap to bring us together. But can we do that now? I I had one Black Lives Matter um, grandmother. She was about maybe maybe 50 or 60 years old. And she said, uh, she said, you have to talk to the youth. She said, because I don't even know who they are. And the woman sitting yeah. next to her said, mm-hmm. She said, they, they are so screwed up. I'm afraid of our, our next generation of youth. They don't have any of the same values. Well, well Glenn, you know, I tell you, there's a, there's a problem we have that goes way, back, way beyond the conversation you and I are having right now. And that is, how, we do, how do we get to where we are? You see, there's a party that, that strives, that that moves ahead based on black misery. When you look at the policies that have been put in place by Democrats, and that is supported by the royalty black class, the, the black elitists, the Davis-Bacon Act, which they refuse to take off the board, which, which keeps black entrepreneurs from competing in the cities, anti-school choice, which keeps our poor kids dumb and not be able to think and dependent, the minimum wage, which keeps our young teenagers from actually ever getting a job, 83% of black teens should be a big deal for everyone. No one can believe those kind of numbers, and yet we're not talking about it. And then, of course, the welfare, which actually decimated our, our, our family unit, took, took the men out of the household. We get back to the problem. The problem is that, yes, the pie is off the table for blacks, but who took the pie off? The Democrats. Because the, the Democrats want blacks to look to them to get every piece of crumb that they can possibly get and repay with their, repay them with our votes. And they continue to keep us miserable to keep their power. How do you so, get that? How do you get that? Uh, how do you get that message across to the black community, though, Burgess? Well, there's a, there's a couple of things. Options like this: we have, we have. Uh, the good news is this: we have 28 percent of black Americans who hold the same values that I do, and this this is to me very exciting. They believe in our country. They love their God. They love their community, and they want their kids to grow up better. And I'm, I'm, what we need to do is become political free agents. As black Americans, we need to, as Catholics, let's stop voting with socialists. If we truly are Christian, if we truly are Christian, how can a Christian ever vote for an atheist? If we believe in educating our poor kids, we need to stop voting for those people, get in there and kick out and, 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 and enslave our kids in these terrible schools. And if we truly believe in the sanctity of life, then we cannot vote for the Margaret Singers out there who believe our kids are weak. When those 28% of Americans stop becoming part of the 90% of blacks who vote for Democrats, it's going to change the political landscape. We can finally become political free agents, which I talk about in this book, and make the Democrats earn our vote and make the Republicans earn our vote. And in that process, the values that we hold true to will become the values that will pull the black community back from the, black, from the abyss and our, and our country. Glenn, I think that the small group of, of black Americans whose ancestors were once slaves in this country can be the salvation for our nation by pulling by pulling us back from uh, from, the, from the abyss of socialism. And I'm Look, excited I, about I, being part of that process. I, I will tell you that, um, you know, I've read up from slavery, and I think if if every white child and black child in the nation read up from slavery, uh, without the new modern uh, disclaimer from, I think, Harvard that says, we're not even sure if any of this is true, um, it, it would change... The dynamics on everything, because you understand that you as an individual 
have everything that you need. And no matter who stands in your way, you can make it with hard work and with decency and, and honor. Um, and we're just a million miles away from that. Well, I, I tell you what was important for my, my growing up in the great, great segregated community I grew up in is we still held true to the Shavia uh, Christian values that our country was built on. And if you, if you believe in that, that we should not be having any kind of conversation about black lives or white lives. All lives matter if we truly believe in the concept that we have, that this country was built upon. And if we believe it also, we realize that no one can stop us if we have the right sources and the right strength behind us. No, no man can stop us. So we have to get back to our, to our, our foundation, uh, bring those to accountable. And I'll say this, Glenn, if I can say this real quickly, there's a royalty black class politicians. Uh, they have proved themselves to be totally inept. I played with Joe Namath and Jim Plunkett, two great quarterbacks, and we all had to retire when we, become, we became un- unproductive. Every one of those guys, John Lewis, Elijah Cummings, the entire uh, black uh, 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 caucus, needs to retire in mass today. They're proven they're totally inept. Uh-huh. Where we are today is because they cannot do their job. They are, they are so in, in, they're so committed to liberalism, to mm-hmm. socialism, to, to their class that they have put our race down. And we need to have those guys retire. If they don't retire, let's put them out of business, black uh, guys. Let's black and white together. Pull these two people out who do nothing but uh, prosper on our misery. Um, I, I don't know if um, Burgess, um, uh, you know, if you'd like to take us up on this offer, but I'd love to have you here in the studio. I'd love to spend a lot more time with you on radio and television because I think you you need to be uh, heard. And I, your book is uh, is riddled with facts that uh, that I don't know. And I, I, you know, my only problem with your book is it says liberalism, and it's actually progressivism that you're talking about. Yeah. Um, the progressive agenda that is that is in here and the facts of progressives. I mean, I just wrote a book on progressives, and I don't know some of the facts that are in your book, um, and it's it's tremendous. Uh, so we'd love to have you back and have you in studio with us if you if you don't mind. And, I, and Glenn, I would love to. And if I could just say this, uh, there the wizard the wizard for BT is Viacom. That's Phil Dahman, Cherry Redstone, the board of directors of, of Viacom. I would love to have them part of this 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 this, con- this conversation. We're ba- we're bantering mm. back and forth when the people begin this the seed of distrust Great. and hatred uh, are sitting in, in the area towers. Let's have them stand before the American people, explain to us what they think of Black Lives Matter. Um, Bert, before you go, Burgess, I know, I know uh, you probably have already apologized for this, but would you like to now publicly say how sorry you are for defeating the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see my head explode? By the way, my 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 chapter is the Greatest Generation. I hope people read that chapter. They will fall in love with my race. They will fall in love with my my parents and my my parents' parents. Great, great Americans who love this nation and um, really. And if I may just put words in your mouth, because we have to run, uh, hated the Philadelphia Eagles, Stu, strangely. So anyway, Burgess Owens, the name of the book, Liberalism or How to Turn Good Men into Whiners, Weenies, and Wimps. Burgess Owens. It's available everywhere, wherever books are store, uh, sold. And, uh, and Burgess, we hope to have you back here in studio and spend the day with you, because you're fascinating. We'll do it. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. 
I am a big fan of disruptive ideas, and this year, Casper Mattresses is on the top of my list. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and I love sleeping on my Casper mattress. Casper is an obsessively engineered mattress at an unbelievably fair price. It combines springy latex and supportive memory foams to create an award-winning sleep service with just the right sink and just the right bounce. And better yet, it breathes so you don't wake up drenched in sweat. Time Magazine named it one of the best inventions of 2015. In fact, it's now the most awarded mattress of the decade. Try Casper for 100 nights risk-free in your home. And if you don't love it, they're going to pick it up and refund everything. Imagine that, a company so confident that their product is what you want, that they'll offer a 100% refund. Made in America, with free shipping and returns to U.S. and Canada. Get $50 off of any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash glen and use the promo code glen. Terms and conditions do apply. Go to casper.com slash glen, casper.com slash glen. Glenn.